Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Uh Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Hump day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 the Zone, broadcasting live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton producing today, not currently across the glass from uh, us, Gordon. He's helping uh, with a with a repair uh, issue. You broke your daughter's headphones. I did. I didn't break them. I just somehow I pushed the cushion on the ear part of the earphone headphone. And it's off, and I'm having a hard time getting it back on. It and I looks, thought Austin Austin looks like he knows what he's doing, but this, I don't. This is the reason why I don't have this brand anymore. Is this? Is yeah. Well, oh, you really? know, it I'll looks, tell my daughter to get it rid looks of them. Pretty broken. Yeah. I mean, it, oh my. There, there's a. There's it's a, broken. Are you good at fixing stuff? No. Guess who gets to wear the uh, the the reserve live-in studio headphones. Not me. For the for I'll, the show. I'll glue these to my ear before I'm going to touch those. I'll be back. Uh, <laughs> what? What's wrong with those? They're fine. Uh, well, I mean, everybody and his dog has worn those. I don't know where those have been. That's not true. I haven't worn those. And you know exactly where they've been, sitting right here in the studio. They're fine. Does this look like a sterile environment to you? Yeah, it's fine. Do you have any idea how much the the uh, the arena was cleaned right after uh, Oklahoma City that fateful night? I imagine it was scrubbed down pretty good, it, top to bottom. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and I'm sure they got the headphones, so you're you're fine. But people have been inhabiting you're, this space you're, ever since. Do they scrub it down every day? You know, it's like uh, they they do one of those bug bombs every day. You know, one of those. <laughs> type of things uh, you're gonna be fine you're gonna be fine well austin you're the man 85 dollars. you should do you do you tip austin at christmas time because you should why do you think i give austin christmas gifts no i mean like like you should tip him like you tip your mailman or something like that you should you should tip out austin at or your porsche time. delivery yeah oh, all right at the well, end of the year i have no problem with doing that <laughs> and it should be like what austin Five figures, maybe. Does like does he determine a tip? No. I'll take stock options. <laughs> stock in Gordon? Yeah. No, no part of his <laughs> oh, state part, stock. Part of yeah. his portfolio, not, not not Gordon Monson stock. No, I've got uh, two shares of Gordon. What does a share of Gordon <laughs> do <for>? you now? <laughs> Oh well, it's what a, what an interesting way to start the show. There, there, they're they're working. Are they plugged in? Can you hear? Yes, I can. Okay. You know, actually, I can't. Let's, no, I can't. Let's try not to break those. Look, you know what I did today? I dropped my phone on a bathroom floor, a public bathroom floor. Oh no! Did you lick it? <laughs> What now? Well, your phone is kind of going to be fine. No, your phone is kind of personal. You got it up in here, you know, did, did, and you, you're, you know you're, you can wipe it off, right? I, I sort of did. Well, there I, you go. I, I Crisis worried. averted. Someone's buying a new phone. We're here. <laughs> Book it. New phone tomorrow. I am so envious. No, Austin's Austin's Mister Fix It. I, I that, that's one thing that in my many many years on this planet, I I never mastered it. And I asked my I asked my dad. And he said, you'll pick it up as time goes by. And then I asked my father-in-law, you'll pick it up as time goes by. Well, guess what? Time has gone by. 
Hey, can I can I do a quick? All right, this we could do this as a bit on the show. Can I do a quick twenty four hour fast forward? To, okay. To tomorrow. So now and later. Yeah. Now at two oh nine on Thursday afternoon. Austin, I I can't make a phone call. I got a new phone, <laughs> and I just I don't know, my numbers are gone. And I just how do you unlock it? Uh, how do how do you unlock? <laughs> I know how to unlock the darn phone, all right? I'm no, not but you'll go your in new phone. And you'll buy the whatever is the latest from Apple, uh, that uh, whatever, you know, you have to do to get the, the latest and greatest. And you'll come in and be like, is this, what language is this? Now, there was, there was, a, there was, a, there was a mechanical issue that took place today. <laughs> That's that, ridiculous. And, 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 and. Austin had shown me kind of the way to the end of the tunnel, and so it involved uh, something I wanted to pass on to my wife, and she said, okay, so what do you do from here? And I went, uh. (laughs) I said, call Austin. She said, Austin, you know, because my wife is Mrs. Fix-It. She can fix almost anything, very. And, and, And she said, if I call Austin, he's going to think you're an idiot. I said, he already does. It's okay. It's okay. So wait, wait, wait. That, that so, issue has yet to be resolved, but I'm counting on you, Austin. You today. really do live out the excuse of, well, you're so good at it. I mean, I would just make a mess of this. So you go ahead and do it. That, that's a bit on The Office. Where uh, Ryan tries to do that with her. You, you know, this is just, these spread the spreadsheets are not my... I couldn't possibly I, clean the microwave. Yeah, I couldn't possibly <laughs> I'll do just make it worse. Because I just couldn't... I have cleaned the microwave. I that I can do. I'm just not good at it, and I'm not going to meet your standards. And you would just save everybody uh, tons of time. You're just going to go ahead. Hey, here's my problem. That when it comes time to fix something, there's always a tight deadline. And so I could learn it if I took the time, but the time is short. And so it needs to be fixed, like, right away. Like, today, I was working at my other job, doing a couple things, and and Lisa came in, and she said, okay, let's get this thing fixed. And I said, I, I, I got to do this. I got to get this done. And then I left to come in, you know. But what, what we are talking about is really basic. <laughs> I mean, because I'm not, I'm not good with technology either. I'm just not. Uh, that's, uh, I'm with you there, buddy. My brain's not there. But I've done what you are trying to do. <laughs> and it's essential. Well, see, yeah, but once I know how to do it, no, then I can do no, it. But when you don't no, know how to do it, uh-uh. then it's harder. This, this is easily easy to navigate based on, like, what is on the screen. Okay. Like, All right. you well, know. Well, yeah, it, what, it's very basic direction. Look, I'm a busy man, you know. Not I, this busy. <laughs> Nobody really is. Nobody is this busy. Nobody. If you can do it on the John, you can do it. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, Dude, that's a strong argument, Austin. I don't it, know how to respond to that, but yeah, this I know, is but, why it comes back to you. Just your default is. I could never figure it out. You just go ahead and do it. You know what I used to do to Craig Thorpe all the time? And I'm not sure that he really appreciated it. But I would ask him a question about something that I could have Googled myself. But I always sort of wanted to test his knowledge because Kurt has all this knowledge. So I'd say, hey, Kurt, you know, and ask him the question. And, and, and then I'd say, oh, I can, I, I'll, I'll look it up, you know. And he said, no, 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 now you got my interest. Now I, you know, or I'd say, uh, I'll get to it later. And he said, no, 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 I got to find the answer to this. It was remarkably effective. So you did that to Kurt too? <laughs> because you've been doing that to Austin and to a lesser extent me for a really, well, no, no, really usually, long time. No, when I do that to Austin, it's usually because you and I are talking in the middle of a conversation. And so Austin, I mean, he's not doing anything in there, right? I mean, Whoa, produ- hey, hey. I've always let's, Googled. Let's not go there. Let's he, not, he is, let's he's not doing do a lot. I, Fine, I I'll put down Angry Birds and Google. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> no, not do that. Greta Garbo I'm, I'm, movies. I'm kidding. Um I still have just, I still have people who come up to me and say I can't believe those guys don't know didn't know who Greta Garbo was. Okay, hold the phone right here. I got to put the brakes on the conversation for just one second. So the guy who, while 
in the midst of getting us on the air. Like like the production <laughs> is playing. Yes. Uh, and you go, Austin. And he looks in. <laughs> and you just hold up a broken set of headphones. That's it. <laughs> with a helpless look on your face. And, well, I know. and so Austin, in the goodness of his own heart, is like, oh, my gosh. Okay, I'll come in there and I will hold your hand. And get you through this crisis. He didn't even hold my hand. And, he didn't even hold my hand. He fixed it. Well, and, and, then, and herein is the problem, Jake. I think I enable it because I didn't teach him how to fix but, it. I but, just said, give me that. Minutes. <laughs> but I mean, minutes later, he he directly in, insults your productivity. No, I, mean, I was like, kidding. Like, because, like, look, I could never do what Austin does in there. He's got so many buttons to no, push. No, you actually got, could. I, it might take you a minute to learn it. But a no, minute? It would, it would be, take me five it, years no, to it, learn it. It wouldn't. It, he's, it really like, wouldn't. he's like at the board of the freaking uh, air traffic control in there. I know, but if you dedicated some time and effort, you would pick it up. I remember I used to come into the studio to do a television spot weekly, and they eventually moved it to my house where they would bring the truck out and do it there. But it, before that, they had me go into the studio, and I had to reset the board in order to get on the air. That was not a good idea. Yeah, you probably sabotaged it on purpose. <laughs> so they had to bring the truck out. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. All right. Now that we've and, established that I'm a complete moron. Okay. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. No, Thanks no, for no, dwelling no. on No, no, I said you were perfectly capable. You no. ran you ran radio equipment at your house for an entire year with with very oh, was easy. with very minimal uh, yeah, interruption. That's true. But see, once I learned how to do something, no, once you were motivated but, to do something, <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't really thought of it in those terms. Oh, man. Well, we all have our strengths and weaknesses, this, don't we? This is quite the start to the show. I just feel bad for Austin and Crackthorpe, really. That's the lesson I'm taking no, from all of this. Because no, I, I Gordon is personally— Gordon just makes his picks and tells me what's left over. You just admitted to making Kurt do column research. No, it wasn't so much column research. It was just more like thoughts that make you go, duh, you know? I'd just be in there stroking my— my my beard, and I'd say, hmm, I wonder, I wonder what that would be, and then he would he, he would, would dive in and come back to you with a report. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Oh man, but I do have my strengths, you know. What what I wonder what Kurt's thoughts were when he read the column the next day. I hated my guts. <laughs> Kurt didn't hate your guts. That's not true. I love Kurt, but uh, you know, I know for a fact Kurt didn't hate your guts. I follow Kurt. He doesn't follow me. His golf Twitter? Mm-hmm. What know. does that mean? Should I? Is that in, in the vernacular of the day? Is that if someone follows you or you follow them but they don't follow you? Is that is that uh, an indication that? I wouldn't take it an indication. It's like the old chain letter back in the nineties <laughs> when you'd get seventeen of those a week and you wouldn't, you know, participate. It didn't mean you didn't, you hated that person. It's just you don't have time for that nonsense. Yeah, but I so used... he doesn't have time for your nonsense. Yeah, that's probably it. Well, Gordon doesn't bring a whole lot of nonsense to Twitter, honestly. I wish you did. Bring, you, you bring a lot of links to columns. I wish you did tweet. I am, I'm going to do that one day. Just random thoughts. Uh, maybe, you know, one day when I'm done here, I'll probably do it. Oh, jeez. You know. Right now you're thinking, I bet if Austin had the password to my Twitter, he would be willing to. Oh, I'll run your social for you. <laughs> I'll run it right into the ground. Oh, man. Think about me behind closed doors with an open Twitter. I mean, uh, think of the, the havoc I could read. Think of me behind closed doors with access to your Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, that's really Ransomware. They've seen nothing yet. <laughs> Austin, Austin is, is like, no, I'm not going to suggest that you would do anything criminal. But if unless you can tweet while you're napping, I bet it's, it's going to be pretty similar to <laughs> what it is right now. Yeah, but I don't. I don't really do it. I, I send out my columns, and that's the and that's the joke right there. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't even participate in right. it. But if I did participate, some people are really good at it. I think you, you would know? be. I, yeah. I do yeah. think you would be. Well, you're capable. Well, of a lot that's of an unchecked Gordo. box on on my uh, uh, list to, to get to sometime. <laughs> I have tweeted a couple times, but really, just usually the columns. 
It's funny that I want to, uh, Gordon aspires to have social media be more a part of his life. I definitely am the opposite. Yeah, maybe I'll just walk away from everything one day and just not do anything. You know, float on a raft in, you know, Bora Bora. Should we talk about the jazz? Yeah, we can Should do we that. dive in? Should we get that done on a game day? That's going today. Yeah, hey. it, it is today. What do you know? They play tonight. Austin, let's, let's dive That was really a productive segment, wasn't it? Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The defensive effort in game one started off really well. I think I think Memphis had 21 points about halfway through the second quarter, and then they really kind of got on a roll after that. What what changed? Where did they fart st- where did they start finding success and, and what do you guys do about it in game two? I'm not sure where they fought it. If that's what you're uh, asking. Um, yes, thank you. <laughs> um, and obviously the turnovers is, is um, like Anderson picked a few like standing in front of us, just, just reading the situation of um, where we can, can have less. Like I said, um, I think coach says it a lot too. And, and our team knows that we, we do move the ball a lot. We, we understand that's at times going to kind of put us in a position that we do have some more turnovers, but majority of the time, if we can control the, the kind of quote unquote bad ones, um, the ones that lead into transition buckets is um, the ones we, we don't want to give up. So I think those two things can, can really help us. All right, Gordon, tonight, game two, Jazz Grizzlies, Vivint Arena, tip-offs at 8 o'clock, pregame begins at 7, and of course the big show will take you right up to 7 o'clock. I expect an energized performance from the Utah Jazz tonight. I expect to see a lot of, I heard a clip, uh, Favors, uh, they, they played a clip on Hans and Scotty of him, of him talking about how they're going to boost up the energy oh, and I, that Memphis I, brought a lot of energy in game one, which certainly was the case. And so I, I expect to see a little bounce out there tonight. Watch the first five minutes of the game. Well, you're, you're going to see something different. You're going to see something. And I don't know whether the shots will go in, but the energy level is going to be way higher, just like you suggest. And I, I think it'll be right from jump because they've been talking about it so much. If they come out and sag early in this game, Jake, I, I don't know what to say to that. I don't think they will. I'm not saying that they're going to blow them out in the first quarter because uh, the first quarter has been kind of a hit or miss thing for this Jazz team. It and has. maybe, you know, Donovan back into the lineup, maybe there's some adjustment there. I don't know. But but the energy, yeah, the energy should be there. I, I agree. And, you know, as far as the score, I don't know about the score because I don't know if the shot's going to be dropping. Well, they should get open ones. Uh, we talked to, and um, my mind's going blank, Rob Fisher. Thank you, uh, Austin. We talked to Rob Fisher yesterday. He talked about how 41 of the Jazz threes in game number one were open. open. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I don't know exactly what his definition of open is, if he's going to cleaning glass or, or what have you, but uh, he talked about that yesterday. So, you know, if they can continue to generate open shots, those are going to go down. Yeah. And I— I think a lot of it will key off of Donovan. It's not even that he needs to go out and make a bunch of shots right off the bat because there are times when he follows that same form, you know. He's, he's sort of had a reputation as being a second-half player. and But uh, there are times when he – I just think the team will have more bounce having their offensive leader on the floor. Their leader. I mean, this is, this is Donovan Mitchell's team. Rudy Gobert's a great player. This is Donovan Mitchell's team, in my opinion. Now, do you do you have a different take on that? Um, but a little bit, I guess. I, I I'm sometimes I get the, I think those conversations get a little bit overblown. Like whose team is it? I think most well, yeah, teams but every are, team has are, a leader. Are probably pretty different, and some teams have multiple leaders. I uh, John Stockton and Carl uh, Carl Malone had an interesting leadership dynamic. Where uh, it was kind of divided into you know two different approaches to it, kind of equal, but at the same time they they centered around like hard work and toughness. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's where their common goal was, even though they had two different approaches to how they led. So I, I, there's more than but there's more have, than one way to do things. But my to... point is the vibe around this team is the team. I know it was a cliche a couple of years ago. The strength of the team is the team. The vibe around this team is the team, and it needs to be because with with a top 
Donovan Mitchell is the guy, they're not good enough. Donovan Mitchell's not a top three player in the league yet. The the strength, the way that the Jazz um, succeed at the highest level with this squad has to be with everybody. It's, I, a, it's I, a culmination <clears throat> effort. So that's it. I, and I'm not entirely disagreeing with, with you. I agree I'm, with what you just I'm said. I'm adding that I'm, perspective. But leadership is something different. I think having your main guy uh, makes a big difference, even when you're sharing the, the load, you know, and that's what the Jazz do, like you suggest there. But I do, I, I do think that Donovan Mitchell is a, a fiery guy, an emotional guy, a smart guy, a uh, charismatic guy, a guy who can rally the team. And I'm not saying that everybody loves Donovan Mitchell. There might be times when they don't don't like everything he says or does or whatever. But he's he's he is he. In my opinion, he's the alpha dog on the team. And every team has one, you know. And every team needs one, in my opinion. Even though what you say is true, you still, from a, for lack of a better term, from a spiritual standpoint, you got to have somebody who is is uh, got the baton in their hand and is out front marching. But I do think Mike Conley, and maybe you view this through the lens of addition uh, too, but I do think Mike Conley brought a leadership perspective that was missing from previous versions of the Jazz with his veteran calmness. Um, I, I think that Joe Ingles is a leader on the team, and I think he was in, uh, played an integral part in keeping the team together during the hiatus before the bubble. I think Jordan Clarkson's leadership that he's brought to the team. Did you hear what he was talking about with Joe? Uh, of course you did on the, the six-man uh, presentation where he's talking about, I'm going to move into his house in Australia and have beers with him on the beach. I think he brings this chill vibe to the team that everybody is this kind of unique positivity that not all teams have, I think. So, uh, I I Again, I'm not disagreeing with you. I guess I'm just adding to that. I think there are some some unique leadership elements on this particular team that have have provided a pretty productive atmosphere. Certainly until recently. Um, when we'll see what happens. You know, now that it's been a little bumpy for the past couple of days, how they respond. Okay, so I don't disagree with you from a standpoint. You can have multiple leaders, right? But but Donovan to me is is the main straw that stirs the drink. Uh, I, that's the way I view what he does. And others have leadership qualities that are important. But uh, does, does the alpha dog, the, the language, does it have to be the best player in your opinion? It helps when it is. Can you think of a circumstance where it wasn't? There's got to be one. I mean... Um, I don't know. I can't think of. I I think it usually is the best player. Chris Paul on several teams. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. And what? But what, oftentimes he, he who may was have been the best in the player. and you covered these teams. I did not. I, I'm just spitballing here. Mm -hmm. uh, in you in the John and Carl circumstance, he wasn't. Uh. That's a complicated one because John was so quiet. But he uh, wasn't quiet in the locker room. I, I think it was John. Even though I think Carl was a better player. Carl might disagree. <laughs> he might he, he might think he was the leader. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, I mean, leadership dynamic is an interesting subject and, yeah. and studied widely. Because uh, it is important when it comes to, you know, not only sports, but of course, you know, real life and business and all that fun stuff. So, uh, you know, interesting to talk about these sorts of things. I, I, I think the leadership dynamic on this jazz team is, is somewhat unique. I think, I think there is a culmination of personalities that uh, mm -hmm. provides a pretty positive atmosphere. Uh, again, that's why I'm really curious to see how they respond tonight because it's being tested a little bit. Or it seems that way to me, anyway. I don't think a real leader really minds having other leaders on the team. I mean, that 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 you know that burden can be pretty heavy at times. And if he senses it from other people, then that, that's not like it's some sort of insecurity where he goes, "Hey, wait, this is this is my team, not yours." <laughs> I mean, no, you go ahead and take it for a while. I'll get back to you. Who's who's the alpha dog on the zone team? 
Uh, I would say most definitely PK. Going oh. with PK. Oh, oh. boy. <laughs> if that's true. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. PK's an answer. He's your buddy, so, you know, that's a little bit of a dodge. No? I think it's Eric. <laughs> no question. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I, that, that, that's, a, that's an interesting thing to think about, isn't it? Hmm. Personally, I'm going with uh, the guy with vice president in front of his name, but you you do you. No, I'm going with Lloyd. Going with Lloyd? Yeah. Austin's going with Eric? Yeah, because I know what Eric's capable of if I don't choose Eric. So. Runner-up, Clowkey? Well, Clowkey's the honorary. He's like the trustee. He's- oh, okay. All right. Well, this is I'm, like the clowky wing of jazz broadcasting over here. I agree with that. We do need to name something after clowky. The broken computer screen. Honestly, is that broadcast booth, that media area, is that uh, uh, over there at Smith's Ballpark? We should just get clowky's name on that. Uh, that should just be an automatic, right? We can all we can all agree on that. Figure something else. We could name the the zone van after clowky. The, the clowky van. Steve clowky zone van. <laughs> That thing goes all that's, over town. That's quite an honor. Let's yeah. do it, but not tell him in case he doesn't like it. Why or, wouldn't he like it? Would you want a van named after you? Yes. You would not. Yes. The the Jake Scott Zone van? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I think, how many miles do those vans drive? How much How much ground do those things cover? I'd be famous. Well, what do you want? You want your, I mean, we used to have our pictures on the I remember, van, remember that. that. It wasn't a particularly uh, good picture. Do you want but... a giant picture of Jake Scott? May, or maybe something protruding from the roof? I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't think my face necessarily is my most attractive quality. What would be? What if we just painted a Walgreens hat on the top of it? <laughs> See, I, I always thought Jake Scott was a pretty strong name. I feel like <laughs> feel like the so name itself. Hey, Jake Scott. Yeah. So what, you want a billboard on top of the car with your name on it? That's it. Hmm. It could be painted on the side. doesn't See, have to be a billboard. This is, this That's is, bad for, like, windy. I've been in that van in the wind. It's... Yeah. <laughs> Sailboat. Yeah, it's no I always wondered now, do you want do you want it to be the Jake Scott van or do you want it to be Jake Scott's van? No no no. The Jake Scott with, van. With, with, no, it's not it's not my that, van. I don't own it. It's just named I know, for me. But like for, let me give an example. Lavelle Edwards. Lavelle Edwards Stadium, I always thought they should have an apostrophe after the S. He doesn't own the stadium. But, That's ridiculous. But he does. No, not really. He doesn't. Well, actually. not technically, but Right. Like n- not even not technically, like not even close. But if it's named after him, Lavelle Edwards Stadium, that's the name. That's in fact much more important, I would say, than See, I like the, the idea ownership. of 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 figurative ownership, possession. Of course you do. Lavelle Edwards you know, Stadium you because know, he built I only the have one Porsche. You know, Gordon, you're, his. He, you're, he built it. Your bank account is now Jake Scott's fortune. What would what would what would <laughs> what would what would Lavelle, Lavelle Edwards? What would the stadium be down there if it weren't for him? This is Jake Scott's checking account. Take Jake Scott's car home tonight after the game. <laughs> it's pronounced Porsche. It's figurative. I, uh, it's mine. All right, we're way over. Sorry, yeah. Austin. We'll have more next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What time is it? It's half past the hour and time to talk Utah Jazz. Oh, Donovan! This is your Jazz at 30 update. Ring the 30-point belt. Utah Jazz in action tonight. Game two. Uh, in their best-of-seven playoff series against the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies have a one-game-to-none lead in the series. Joe Ingles talked about what went wrong in game number one. And obviously, the turnovers is, is um, like Anderson picked a few, like, standing in front of us. Just, just reading the situation of um, where we can can have less. Like I said, um, I think Coach says it a lot, too, and, and our team knows that we, we do move the ball a lot. We, we understand that's at times going to kind of put us in a position that we do have some more turnovers, but majority of the time, if we can control the, the kind of quote unquote bad ones, um, the ones that lead into transition buckets is um, the ones we, we don't want to give up. So I think those two things can, can really help us. 
Tip-off tonight is at 8 o'clock. Pre-game coverage from the Plaza outside of Vivint Arena begins at 7. This Jazz at 30 update brought to you by Syringa Networks. If you're working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner. Syringa Networks, call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O' Tires. Just doing it big, you know. Stop by your locally owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today, Jock Rock, selected by Gordon and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist insight, go to livenation.com. Uh, just play offy feel, go yeah. with the Jock Rock. Yeah. Fire people up. Jock Rock or, or Jock Jams, I mean, is that is that really a thing anymore or have stadiums particularly this one kind of diversified their music where you don't get the same anthem kind of like like the jazz have gone with a dj um and i know he doesn't do all the sound in the game but has really yeah i mean he does different stuff every single night right yeah and like uh, on sunday they you did you did this contest where you texted in to vote on what you wanted the dance cam song to be and then uh that dj plays his own version, like his own sampling right, right, right. of that song. Live. It's, it was really cool. By the way, a lot of uh, interesting dancers out there <laughs> on the old on the old dance cameroo. Um, <laughs> but but like uh, when I was a kid, at some point in the fourth quarter, if it was a close game, you were getting like in, in the long timeout, you were getting either Moni Moni or, or Shout or the Hey Song or one of these like or we will rock you, of course, right? With the the stomp, stomp, clap, and uh, and all that. You were you were gonna get one of those anthems in this a staple at jazz games because they shoot the 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 uh, balls into the into the crowd. Sometimes t-shirts, which obviously they haven't uh, been doing as much. A t-shirt cannon is different. I'm just. You know, I always wondered about the the big ball the, that they slingshot uh, that the bear used to do. Oh yeah, because <laughs> if you're not, you know, Paying you're not attention. eye on the ball. That's a that's a big rubber basketball right there, <laughs> right uh, in your mug. But it seems like they've gone with a different kind of more diversification from a from a music uh, standpoint. Nine which... full time out now. One fifty seven left. I didn't get to see the replay on that. We'll try to see if we can get it and come back. Jazz by nine, 157. Left in the set. Oh, my God. I've changed my mind. This world is Great moments in play-by-play history right there. <laughs> Getting hit with the old T-shirt cannon. But you know what? Uh, just so uh, there is some productivity to the segment, I suppose. Uh, the feel, and, and Gordon, I've been in the building all year long, and as they've slowly crept up the number of people that uh, that have been allowed here, mm-hmm. um, thirteen thousand fans in the stands for the last game felt really normal. Yeah, I mean it. it there, there was a, a really decided atmosphere here for the first time in in quite some time. I did notice that and uh, wrote a little bit about that. And when you and I were walking with Tim through the concourse, I mean, it felt like a normal game. I mean, it felt like... Well, it felt like a playoff uh, game, not even a normal game. I mean, mean, but as far as the crowd went, even though it felt like the old 1911. Right. You know? It did. And which is good. So, which was, what was so weird about the fact that the Jazz didn't answer that call with uh, with maybe some of the energy that uh, you would have thought. I think there was a lot going on in Game One. 
on and the off whole the floor. Yeah, but not just that, though, you know? Going up on, on a, against a Grizzlies team that's been playing basically for their season for the past week, you know, some just crazy games that they're they're playing like there's no tomorrow. And they played like that in game one, you know? They came out and set a tone. We called it energy in the first segment, but, you know. And they had a player in Dylan Brooks put in a career performance. John Morant took over in the fourth. I mean, you know, it wasn't just the Jazz. The Jazz got a lot of open shots, didn't make a lot of open shots. Maybe they were rusty. Maybe, you know, you can throw in excuse slash reason wherever. But it was a it, it, there was a lot going on. Oh, well, if Memphis had lost that game, they would have said they were fatigued. Right, exactly. But you hope that facing some adversity— and going through some stuff, you'd focus in. And I'm that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting a more focused effort. You know, I felt like at some point maybe it was Donovan talking to the team, but there had to be like a okay, we gotta we gotta all pull in the right direction. We gotta get focused on what's going on. And Donovan playing is gonna be the best thing that has happened to this team for a variety of reasons. Yes, I'll agree with that. Remember when he got hurt, everybody sort of uh, you know, went into a panic for a second. And there was reason for that. He's such a great player. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 there was competitiveness in that first game, as Quinn Snyder pointed out. Uh, but it came too late. The fire came too late. And so uh, I think you're right. I think we will see it early. And, uh, you know, we'll see if the Jazz can take that energy and make it efficient. And that's always the trick. You know, we talk about toughness. Well, how do you define toughness? Well, Quinn, after the first game, defined it as uh, you know, focusing and and um, what word did he locking in, locking in, but also doing the things necessary by locking in to create the good looks to play good defense. It, it, it's it's this chain of events, Jake. You've well, seen it all year long. You've seen times when it's like, you know, when the dominoes start rolling, you know, one good thing on top of another good thing on top of another good thing leads to really good things. But it's not like, oh, they either had this one element or they didn't have it. It's it's all this stuff in between. See, here's here's the only thing I'll add to that. The energy needs to be. They need to get stops. I, I don't know if I agree with the assessment that they turned it on too late. I mean, Bogdanovich did as much as you can do in a fourth quarter to to win a game offensively but for a team. But, 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 they, that, but they couldn't but, get stops, uh, and yeah, the energy wasn't it. there. They could not get stops when they needed it. And they couldn't, you know, make shots. They had some threes rattle out. Well, they, they missed too many too, but, shots, and they turned the ball but over too much early in the game. But they could not get stops. And Bogdanovich, 20 points in a quarter, and the Jazz, I, I'll have to go back, what did they score in the fourth quarter? But that should be enough. It should be enough. They they uh, they scored thirty five points in the fourth quarter, thirty one in the third quarter. It should be enough. Got to get stops. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, as the Jazz were climbing back in offensive offensively, like you were just talking about. Yeah, they you're trading baskets at that point, and that's not good enough. I want to remind you about Skyhawk Sports. Registration is now open for Skyhawk Sports Academy summer camps. Join them for an action-packed, fun-filled summer of youth sports camps at a location near you. Choose between soccer, flag football fueled by USA football, golf, baseball, cheerleading, multi-sports camps, multi-hawk camps, and more. Find program info and register today at www.skyhawks.com. We'll have more coming up straight ahead. We have What's Going On at 3. Sarah Todd jumps on the show from the Deseret News at 4 o'clock. David Locke at 5. More Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you, join Hanson, Scotty G, 
Friday from 10 to 2 at ARUP Blood Services, 9786 South, 500 West. Come save a life and donate some blood. You will receive a gift card and jazz gear for your donation. And uh, I, I was told that Hans will be donating pint for pint with everybody that, <laughs> that comes down there. So make it happen at ARUP. Uh, we also uh, want to remind you about our friends at SoundSleep Medical. Do you snore at night? Or are you currently using a CPAP machine to treat sleep apnea? SoundSleep Medical can improve your life. Visit SoundSleepMedical.com. Uh, Gordon, let's talk about uh, NBA basketball last night. Your Lakers, even the series with the Suns and my Clippers, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what go down 0-2 to the Mavericks. Which which game do you want to start with? Uh, let's go with the Lakers first. Not a surprise. Um, L-A-K-E-R-S. The, the storyline coming from that game that seems to be predominant, Gordon, uh, is Anthony Davis and LeBron James are back. Yeah. It sure looked like it. Coming along with that. Uh, it looked like it to me, man. Those are great players. And the Jazz can be, uh, I'm sorry, the Lakers can be very good when they when they have all their all their weaponry. So, yeah, that was. So I think the Suns are really good. I, I do. I think they're really good. So for the Lakers to beat that team, they have to prove that they're really good. This year, not last year. See, this see year. when you say that, it, it comes across to me as, well, you know, the Suns are a cute little team. No, They're I don't cute. mean it that way. They, I mean it with, with complete respect. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, a cute little team's not going to beat LeBron and Anthony Davis. Oh, I'm not saying that, I'm not, I'm not saying that the Suns can't win. I, I think they can win. I have that much respect for what the Suns have done this year. And, uh, you know, the playoffs are tough, man. It's yeah, not easy they, to win game after game. I don't know. Chris Chris Paul's health is is once again going to be a key component yeah. in a team's success or demise, which I guess is unfortunate because it seems to happen a lot, but it happens a lot. It does. Yeah, it happens a lot. <laughs> it does. Um, here, here's my take on the Suns, real quick, and I, I think this uh, last this was still true even though they lost last night. DeAndre Ayton has turned himself into a good basketball yep. player. And when the Jazz were playing against the Suns uh, in the preseason, there there was some comedic elements to how he tried to play basketball against Rudy Gobert. And he's really, I mean, I never knew if he was going to be tough. And I don't know if he's the toughest guy in the league, but he's he plays tough out there. He's He's got a ways to go from that standpoint. But, I mean, he's come a long way. He's really good. And, you know. We we've known that Devin Booker is a as a volume shooter for a long time, so let's say it's way he's more than that. He, he sets his teammates up nicely as well. He's a good player. I know all three know all three of his assists. Well, last I'm night not were, saying were, it all worked out last night, <laughs> but uh, I mean he was trying to feed the ball to his teammates. Um, you know, you're not when you're going up against the defending champions, when you're up against LeBron James and AD, it's it's not all when they've got it going on, it's not always going to go your way. Now, I've been impressed with both those teams. I, I now that the Lakers are, are looks like they're didn't I hear Hanson Scotty talking about how LeBron looks like he shouldn't be on the court. He looks all broken down and I I mean I he looked pretty good. He the thing about LeBron it's just confounding in a way. The way he at times misses easy shots and makes really, really tough ones, I did last night. And then, you know, maybe I should have listened when everybody told me that the Clippers were mentally weak and couldn't pull it together at the right time and had a bad vibe about them because they, they have no excuse whatsoever. Oh, Kawhi went for what, 41? They should not be trailing the Mavericks. The Mavericks, you're disrespecting the Mavs. This, I'm not. I'm not saying that the Clippers shouldn't be favored, but you know, Luka Doncic fellow is pretty good, right? But the the Clippers have three of the best defensive players <laughs> in the league that can take turns guarding him. He, Luka, as good as he is, should not be playing as well as he is right now, or at least that was my diagnosis of what should happen going into this series. And however, and it, it hasn't. Great offense beats. Great defense. Not all, not all the time. No, not always. Not 16 for 29. <laughs> I, I love that the Clippers tanked yeah. to get the Mavericks. Yeah, there's some real I hope they get here. swept. 
There, I there, really do. I it got just it. Might. There's some karma there. But also, they shouldn't be down to the Mavericks, oh, too. And well, you, you can call that disrespect for the Mavs shouldn't. all you want. Maybe but. these great players that you talk about aren't as great as you think they are. Kawhi Leonard? Ka- yeah, Kawhi Leonard. You're really questioning Kawhi Leonard and his titles and defensive How many did Paul, Paul George have? Uh, he had like 28 or something. 29. It's a high 20s. If 28. I'm 28. He had 12, 28, 12, and 6. Is that the, his, but, high, his playoff career high? But Gordon, I mean it. They gave up 127 points. Dallas is never going to play defense because look at their roster. <laughs> so I don't care how many Kawhi and, and Paul George scored; they should have scored more. There's, they should not be giving up 127 points a game with that roster. So maybe they're not as good defensively as you think. I'm okay. You can go with that theory. I'm going with the the broken chemistry and you something think, in really, that. You think they don't care? The care. See, I think they do care because you saw the effort on the part of those two great players. Every single one offensively, we saw that. Every single one of our daily assist guys, when we asked them about the Clippers, said that in some way, shape, or form. Mannix mm-hmm. laughed at me, and then said, "Actually, he laughed at me through a question." Asked by you, so thank you for that. I love you when, uh, or love Always. it when you ask uh, uh, our our guests controversial questions in my name. That's that's quite nice. Well, but if he was uh, laughing before, he's laughing harder now. Uh, yeah, and he should. I have no idea how the Clippers are down 0-2 to the Mavericks. That makes zero sense. And the, there's something wrong in La La Land. I'm I'm going to come come along with it. Yeah. Uh, uh, when you lose the first two games of a series on your home floor, that's a bit of a problem. And the Mavericks are a one-man show. I know. Now now I'm disrespecting Tim Hardaway Jr., but you get my point. I The point I get is that the Clippers aren't as good as we think they are, or they're not as organized. They're or not they're hungover or something, but I, I'm not giving <laughs> – I'm not giving the Mavericks the credit. I'm giving the Clippers the blame. And you could prop up the Mavericks all you want. But You're such a negative guy. That I mean, that Clippers team has no business losing those two games at home. You're right, at home. Yeah. That when you, it's one thing to drop two games when you're on the road. But when you're playing at home and now you got to go play on the other guy's court, that's why this game tonight for the Jazz is so freaking important. I think someone's shaving points. You know, and you don't shave points by missing shots. You shave points by giving up layups. So you can have an explanation. Oh, look, I scored 41. Oh, look, I scored 28. I was really trying trying out there. Yeah, I was giving it my all. Man, I had a great game. Ole! Yeah, I let Luca go by me on purpose repeatedly, but I... Because uh, then you're just getting beat, you know? I mean, it's hard to go. But then you guys. just play to the Gordon Monsons of the world, and you go, oh, well, Luca's that good. What a special player. Are you... <laughs> okay, who's more right on this one? Your conspiracy theory or what I'm saying? No, here, who's more right? Is Dallas winning this series or are the Clippers losing it? <laughs> I think... Let's I think start with Austin. Well... Uh, I think the Dallas Mavericks are winning this series. I really, I truly do. Oh boy. Oh I think boy. that I think the Clippers are as about a, a a good example of a paper tiger in the NBA as you'll ever find. They hate each other. They hate each other's guts. Did you see Montrez Harrell reaction last night? The well, guy that was on the Clippers last and year hated everybody. Told yeah. the world that everyone hated each other's guts in that locker room. You know, but and this, no one listened to him. This is a comment to everyone said it was his fault. If you make it all about you and special treatment and alienate the rest of the people that are supposed to help you, that's it's going. Not, that's to, not leadership. It's good. Hey, way to bring the whole hour back you circle. Know, you know, well done, Austin. First, you fix my headphones, then you fix the way Jake's thinking. <laughs> Don't uh, that was it. You are Mister Fix It today. That was uh, Austin. Always has good takes. What am I talking about? <laughs> even when I don't agree with. Him. Look at you! Couldn't even look at me when you said that. No <laughs> one's buying that. Aren't you going to follow that up with an insult? He's got to swallow his vomit. Well, first. this is this is good. <laughs> this is good news for the Utah Jazz uh, if they inevitably get past the Memphis Grizzlies. Yes, indeed. 
And now you, think that, and now you think the Clippers are the better team. Great, Bam! Great, right no, back no, on I, no, no, you didn't right let me finish. There. I said it. I, I said it was. It was. It's still tough. No, because the Mavs are tough. Are a cute little team. No, but yeah, they're not the Clippers. I didn't I say that. It's adorable. I, I agree. They they aren't what we thought the Clippers might be. Who does who does uh, hey Denny Green? Who does uh, Donovan Mitchell want to be guarded by next series? Tim Hardaway Jr. or Kawhi Leonard? Hmm. Let me think. <laughs> yeah, but you're looking at the individual, not the whole. Oh, am I? Mm-hmm. If I'm, let me think. Scoreboard, here. baby, look at it. If I'm Boyan, the Mavs are better than the Clippers. Look at the scoreboard. If I'm Boyan Bogdanovich. Would I rather be guarded by Paul George or Maxi Kleber? <laughs> and I love Maxi Kleber. He is a fine player. But no, this is, no disrespect. This is the matchup versus team yes. discussion. Perhaps to the, the man. Perhaps the Clippers are a better team, but a worse matchup. For I the would Jazz. bet. Amen, bro. I would bet the Jazz in a series against the Mavericks would hold Luca under thirty nine. Hmm. And not, not 16 of 29 shooting. And and I feel come down even some, more yeah. confident that they could hold Tim Hardaway Jr. under 28 and 9 of 14 shooting. He roasted the Jazz this season. That's true. He did have a good game. You know, the sometimes these matchups happen this way, Jake. Like, I think the Jazz are better match are better uh, suited to match up against the Lakers than they are the Suns. A healthy Lakers team? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't necessarily come along with that because, well, I think the Jazz actually match up against the Lakers, but I actually do agree with you that the Lakers are a better team my, than the Suns when fully yeah, healthy. Yeah. And that's my point, that even though I say that, it doesn't mean I think necessarily that the Suns are the better team but, than a fully healthy Lakers, but I I, I just think the Jazz maybe match up better. I, and that's because the Lakers have a, a, a giant, literally glaring weakness. Which is? Andre Drummond. Oh, here we go. I will give you credit, though, that— He uh, stinks. That Anthony, and he looks like the Michelin a- man. Anthony Davis is better suited against certain opponents at the five. Yes, but yeah. they but he doesn't want to play the five because it's in his brain <laughs> that he doesn't want to be that position. So these he teams, he's a point guard. These teams over and over again just pr- placate him by pretending to bring in a center. Like, hey— we brought in DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, guess what? You don't have to be the five, Anthony Davis. But what happens? He eventually ends up playing the five. And it's no different with, with Andre Drummond, just like it was no different with Marcus Saul. When push comes to shove, Anthony Davis is playing the five. Is, uh, or else is, they're going to lose. Is Anthony Davis the modern reincarnation of Ralph Sampson? Well, I don't know who I like less, Kentucky basketball or UVA basketball, so I guess. Okay. I don't know. I don't see a lot of Ralph. Hey, there. I'm Jake Scott, and I'm the newest Wahoo. All right, stay tuned. What's going on is next? Oh, you made him five. mad. You made him mad. 1280 The Zone.